and welcome to Cats Out of the Bag. I'm Kat Hennessy, and in this podcast, nothing is off limits. Hello, queens, and welcome back to another episode of Cats Out of the Bag. I am so excited for today's episode. You guys are going to absolutely love it. I have the most fabulous Rachel Baker. She is the CEO and founder of Libido, and we are going to talk all things about her brand, sex toys, products, the industry, everything you guys want to know. We're going to dive on in. Um, So... I guess I better welcome you, Rachel. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Perfect. Well, I thought like for my listeners that don't know you, do you want to just like tell them a little bit about yourself? Yeah, for sure. So I'm Rachel. I'm 29 and I'm from Melbourne. And as you said, I'm the founder of Libido. So we create elevated sexual wellness products. I studied business and psychology at uni and have pretty much worked in and out of the digital and PR space throughout my career. Most recently, yeah, I was working at L'Oreal in the beauty space. And then when COVID hit, I was supposed to move overseas with my partner. And then I guess like so many other people, it was just a time in my life where it really forced me to reprioritize what I wanted to do with my career and, and my life in general and where I saw myself going. And so... I decided to take the plunge and launch my sexual wellness business, Libido. And yeah, we are on a mission to normalize the conversation around sex, pleasure, masturbation, you name it. And I launched with a range of pleasure products that are designed to sit on your bedside table alongside your skincare and your fragrance products. So it's really taking the shame out of owning any kind of pleasure product and really being proud of it. And Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really wanted to bring all my learnings from being at L'Oreal in the beauty industry and bring that into the sexual wellness category and have that something really pleasurable experience. So yeah, I guess at its core, I wanted to create this brand with products that actually reflect you and your sexual experience, which is a really beautiful and vulnerable and unique experience. So yeah, that's what brings me here today. I love it. And that's so true about it, like being on your bedside table and stuff, like your packaging and everything is so like beautiful and feels really like chic, like the oil smells amazing. And it just like, I just feel like it feels super luxe. And that's the kind of stuff that you want to have displayed in your bedroom because, you know, it's it's like Aesop, for instance, like, do I even really like the smell of the hand soap? No, but does it look aesthetically pleasing? Yes. So you've got a double win because it's aesthetically pleasing and it smells fucking divine. So oh, that's so nice. No, thank you for double that feedback. Win. Yeah, I guess I wanted it to be that like cross between art and functionality. So it's like something that you're really proud to leave out on display. So yeah, no, I really appreciate that feedback. Thank you. Yeah, no, of course. And I guess like, you know, so so you, you were at L'Oreal. Um, how long were you there for? I was there for just over two years Um, and yeah, I guess I never really saw myself being in that corporate world long term. I absolutely loved my time there. It was amazing. But yeah, I always just saw an end to it. I always knew that I wanted to have my own business. I am very like naturally, yeah, entrepreneurial, come from a business background and a family with a lot of business minded people. So yeah, I think it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't a long term career goal for me to be there. Yeah, fair. And and what about like, how did you feel like breaking out of the beauty industry and going into like, you know, the sexual wellness kind of side of things in the middle of the pandemic? Like, was that fucking daunting? <laughs> yeah, completely daunting. I mean, I had so much self-doubt, like starting a business, not knowing about the industry and having come from beauty, which is so different. I guess there is an overlap in terms of, you know, sexual wellness becoming more about wellness. Um, But yeah, I guess it wasn't this really pivotal moment in my life where I just decided I wanted to go into the sexual wellness category. It was more an accumulation of experiences and events that happened in my life that led me to start it. So as I mentioned, being really business-minded, having studied that at uni, that all helped me decide that I knew that I wanted to have a business. But then it wasn't until a few years ago, I had so much going on in my life. I was in my early 20s at the time and I was single. I was dating a lot. I was partying as you do. Um, 
And yeah, I got the devastating news that my mum had advanced stomach cancer. Um, and my whole world, yeah, my whole world just completely shattered. And she was a family therapist and a couples therapist. So she had always created this really safe space for me to go and talk to her about topics surrounding sex and my own sexual experiences around different relationship types and different attachment styles. And I felt that when I lost her, I lost that really safe, nurturing place to go to talk about it. And I remember even like, I I think I was 17 at the time and I convinced myself that I was pregnant. I was like, 100% sure being there like I I mean it's happened many times since but I I was you know quite young at the time and I was just so scared to tell her or anyone that I thought I was pregnant and then when I did work up the courage to go and tell her she just responded in the most calm and non-judgmental way and really just armed me with all the information and you know told me that I could get an abortion if I wanted to and just really gave me the confidence to make decisions about myself and my body and what I wanted to do. And so, yeah, I guess having, yeah. And I think having lost her and having lost that, lost that safe space, I really wanted to recreate that for myself and for other people. And through libido, it's given me that platform to really create and nurture a safe space where people can come and learn and talk about sex and and talk about it like you know it's like yeah it doesn't have to be a shameful experience it can be something that's really inviting and joyful and empowering and so I guess that's my mission is you know just to provide that to people so yeah I think yeah (laughs) incredible way and it's it's so true though like I mean Obviously, you're so fortunate to have grown up with such a supportive mum in that space. It was quite different for me. Like, I'm super Mm. close with my parents, but they were pretty strict with me growing up. They weren't open with me to, like, in terms of like learning about sex and talking about it. And I never really felt like I was in an environment where I could go to them about those issues. And in that, because of that, like I rebelled and I started having sex quite young and I, you know, it went down this like path of it. So if I was younger and had something like this to, you know, find out more information or like, you know, have a platform that could help me through things, it would, it would have just been so amazing growing up. Like it's just awesome. And I think that's like like, so many other people's experience is like that, where it has been, you know, really embarrassing and has lacked that education. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I think definitely you're not alone there. Yeah, it's really hard. So, you know, how you're obviously saying you want the libido to, oh, my God, sorry, my (laughs) dog's going psycho. Can you hear that? Yeah, I can. (laughs) He's fucking crazy. Um, Yeah, so, um, you know, talking about like, creating the platform to help people like this. So I noticed like on your website, you have the, the talk section. Um, so it has all those like articles and everything. Is that, um, is that kind of what you mean in terms of like how you want to, um, teach people and like, um, kind of create a space for them? Is that why you kind of created that? A hundred percent. Yeah. So for me, like libido, its core principle has always been around creating that safe space. And I think that extends to, obviously it's about loving yourself, using the products and making time for things that really feel good, but it's also being able to learn about sex education in a really inviting way. So just for people who don't know and a bit of um, context there, it's our online blog. We speak about a whole variety of topics, whether that's the anatomy of the vulva or a beginner's guide to anal sex or open relationships or just about communicating or consent. And so I think for me, libido has never just been about the products. I always wanted to take a really 360 degree lens on the sexual wellness category. And so that definitely extends to the sex education that we're putting out there. And it's just been so incredible to hear the feedback as well and to know that there's such an appetite for it. I think, yeah, I guess maybe I was a bit more naive in thinking like how willing people are to learn and to absorb that information on our blog, but it's just been like so incredible to see the community like loving all our 
blogs on on scissoring and whatever it might be and it's yeah so it's definitely something we're more heavily invested in I think like what I love about that is it's so rare that you feel like there's brands that give back to you it's like buy my buy my product do this shop here but it's like when does a brand go, okay, what can we do for you? Like we're, we're more invested in our customer and our consumer and everything than just them taking our money. Like I think that's like such a different angle to go about and such an incredible thing that you're doing as well. Um, totally. Yeah, yeah, right. for sure. And I think that has extended as well as part of the talk we have online guided self-pleasure audios. I don't know if you've seen them. Uh, it's basically like, oh, you have to check it out. So it's basically like a guided masturbation. And cool. yeah, is it is really cool. Speaking? No, I've done it with like a few different people speaking. So um, yeah, and we've got different versions of the audio. So whether it's for vulva owners or for everyone, for someone who doesn't want to reference specific genitals and there's different voices for it. Um, cool. But yeah, it's really, it's a really inviting way to get more in touch with your body. And I think the reason why... I wanted to have them on there is to give back to the community because so many people were coming to me saying like, you know, this is my first experience with pleasure. It's always been so so taboo. I've never been able to speak about it. I've never even used a vibrator or a sex toy and I just don't even know how to start. And so I think it's just a really beautiful online, free accessible tool to point people in the direction of getting more in touch with themselves. And it's purely to be used as a guide. So obviously there's no like one way to have sex or one way to masturbate. We all do it in our own way and we all have different things that make us get off and make us feel good. But this is purely just a guide to get you more in the mood and, you know, start by like dimming the lights and setting the scene and all of that. And so the feedback's just been really great on that as well. So yeah, definitely happy to be giving back to the community and also hearing from the community what they're enjoying so that they can give back to us. And it's just always this two-way straight. So yeah, it's been great. Awesome. And what about like, obviously, you know, you have those articles on there, scissoring, anal, all that kind of stuff. Like Mm. how do you go about like, like who, where do you get the info? Like how does, how does that all come about? I guess. Yeah. I think for me, I've always been strong on that. I'm not the one providing the information because my background is obviously it's in business and psychology. I'm not a sex therapist. I'm not an expert in the space. So I work with a lot of different experts and sex sexologists and sex therapists and writers to really bring the content together. Um, so yeah, I guess it's just important that having the right people and the right voices in the room to bring out the most thorough and inclusive, up-to-date sex education out there. So yeah. Totally. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay. That, that would take a lot of work. I, I've hats off oh. to you. <laughs> That. I can't even imagine like, I mean, even like the audio stuff on top of that, um, I can't, that would have been probably quite intense to do as well. Like finding. Oh, but it's so fun. No, no, no. It's like fun. so fun. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I guess it's like so fun and so rewarding at the same time. So it doesn't often feel like work. I think when you're so passionate about the space and the people involved in the space and making change and being an advocate in the space, it doesn't feel necessarily like work. It feels more like a passion and something that you want to put your time and energy into. Totally. My God, I love. And what about (laughs) obviously coming from like a um, beauty background and then going into, you know, some sex toys in there, which we love. Yeah. How did you go, like, was that difficult for you doing, like, the product development and finding the right stuff when you weren't really used to that, um, I guess, electrical, what would we even call it? Like, Yeah, I guess I guess it is like an electrical device at its yeah. core. Um, yeah. yeah, which I obviously had no experience in at all. I think naturally when you're starting a business, everything, if you haven't done it before, everything feels like a challenge. So yeah. it's kind of this and huge curve. and a huge learning curve. Exactly. So Everything is new. Um, I think I just really was committed to immersing myself in the space and doing as much research as possible. And I think that actually led me on this path to realize how unregulated the sexual wellness industry actually is from the materials that we use to the ingredients that are inside the products. So if you look at, for example, a lubricant that's on a supermarket shelf, 
some of the ingredients in there are really nasty ingredients and are a real like breeding ground for bacteria. So ingredients like glycerin and petroleum and there's no one regulating it and no one saying that you can't use that on your really sensitive skin. And the more I delved into that, like that really was quite shocking to me. I was like, how has no one done anything about that? And so I think it explains my many times of thrush and UTIs. Oh, 100%. 100%. I'm the exact same. And I, yeah. exactly. And so I never questioned it either. I always was that person buying like glow in the dark lubricants and not looking at the oh back of it. Yeah, yeah I know. Flavored, like. Exactly. And flavored lubricant as well. Exactly. And so I think actually having been immersed in the beauty space, I had all these learnings from L'Oreal of these high quality ingredients and wanting to take them and adapt it to the sexual wellness category. So for our lubricant, for example, it's all 100% natural. It's a water-based lubricant. It's not flavored. It's vegan, cruelty-free. It's like no nasty ingredients in there as well. And we've also put native Australian ingredients, which have so many amazing benefits for anti-inflammatory purposes and, um, you know, really just keeping things as gentle and clean as possible. And so I actually see my experience at L'Oreal being a really positive experience and helping me understand ingredients more and the materials, making sure that we're using like FDA medical grade silicon with our sex toys and vibrators. And yeah, I think overall, it's like I had a really clear vision of what I wanted to do. And actually, the beauty industry has helped me bring that into the sexual wellness category. And I'm actually really grateful for that. Yeah, it's amazing. And like, I mean, there are so many products that, uh, like ingredients, sorry, that are in products that you just would, you just glaze your eyes straight over because you graze your eyes, whatever the word is, but you wouldn't even like know what they are or what they mean. But like, you know, to just know that you're putting something in your body that's vegan, cruelty free, like got some better ingredients and more natural stuff in it is just so much, I don't know, it's so much more inviting and so much just, so and safer, yeah, and safer yeah. for you, yeah, and making sure that it's pH balanced and, you know, it's not going to cause any harmful effects to your body. And so I think, yeah, definitely I think the beauty industry has definitely helped shape the whole sexual wellness category as well now, which is great. Absolutely. And what about like, like obviously you would have to like love a bit of masturbating because you would have had to like test other products, get into that, <laughs> Did you, yeah. do you feel like you like tested different types of vibrators to see like what ones you liked the most and what you didn't like and all that yeah. kind of stuff? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm just thinking more back to like my first experience of sex toys and how I kind of, yeah, how it's evolved to get to get me to where I am now with sex toys. And I think, yeah, my first experience, I would have been like drunk with friends out one night on like a Saturday night and going into like a seedy sex store And I actually remember like buying my first vibrator and it was this really like hot pink, tacky, phallic, plastic dildo. And all my friends bought the same one. We like, we thought it was hilarious at the time. And I think it was just such a, it was an an experience that was just like, it was a joke really. Like we just did it because it was funny and it was, we were giggling about it. And I think no one ever questioned that and no one ever thought to make it better. Um, and that we never used it. Like that just stayed at the bottom of our drawer. And I think it was only as like years went on later when I started to explore my body more, when I was more comfortable about talking about it, when I did my own research, did I realize what I actually wanted and what would make me feel really good. So, you know, we even know that it's hard to, as a woman, as myself, it's really hard for me to orgasm from penetrative sex alone. I actually can't do it. Like it just doesn't work for me. I need a lot of clitoral stimulation. And so I knew a hundred percent that I wanted really, that's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I always come through sex, but not clitorals. Like you're going to be sitting there for a while, brother. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, we're we're all, I mean, that's just a testament to how different we all are and how our bodies Mm -hmm. are different. And so there's not one size fits all when it comes to sex. It's you know, there's different things to everyone and, you know, we're not about yucking anyone's yums. It's like all about doing what makes you feel good. And I think for me, it was just about exploring what I like with sex toys, but really feeling like there wasn't ones that spoke to me and that were really beautiful and that I would be proud to leave out on display. And I just 
looked at every other category like your skincare and your fragrance and we were able to just leave them on our nightstand out on display and so I yeah I, I really wanted to to bring that to everyone else and to make people feel like they could be proud to get more in touch with their body and use it as a tool to explore yourself and discover your desires and something we deserve. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But I do I do feel like there has been like a huge shift in the past like two years, like even just like you would never have any girl sitting there posing with a vibrator and now there's so many more like girls doing it, I guess. Like I don't know, what do you what do you reckon that would be? Yeah, I think it's been an incredible shift to see over the last few years in particular. I think definitely it feels to me like we're in the midst of a sexual wellness revolution. Like I feel like everyone is talking about it. Everyone's jumping on board. I think we're seeing more celebrities speak about it. We're seeing more providers, more retailers. We recently actually just launched into Adore Beauty. So that's just like a huge step in itself, like a beauty Mm e-retailer like Adore Beauty coming into the sexual wellness category and seeing it as a really holistic approach to your health is exactly how we approach it. So I think, you know, retailers and then also pop culture and Netflix shows like the principles of pleasure and sex life. And then I guess we've also seen this merge between sexual wellness and wellness that it is like, you know, some people are quite cynical about it being a marketing spin on your sexual health. But for me, it's like I've always taken a holistic approach to my sexual health it's always been about my physical health my mental health and my sexual health being a really key part of my overall health and so oh I God, think I that's you so much. Like, oh, can we be besties forever <laughs> well <laughs> no it's true, it's true. it's like no, why is no one mind? yes it, it really is the same way if you've got the means to go and see a psychologist like go and invest in your mental health, it's so important. If you can exercise regularly, like invest in your physical health and your sexual health and your emotional health and your relational health, like I could really just go on about it for so long. And I think also what's really helped pioneer this change is the pandemic obviously helped supercharge the growth, people just being at home more, investing more in their relationships and in their selves more. And then I also think e-commerce as well has been a huge factor. Like we now can get our sex products delivered really discreetly. It doesn't have to be embarrassing. I think that's one of the main um, pain points for people buying pleasure products is they don't want to go to a seedy sex store, brick and mortar, like with this old man mm-hmm. serving you a, a sex product. It's like you... To them. Exactly. And so it's like now, well, with libido, like we do it, all our products arrive really discreetly. So it's like from the moment you go onto the website to you choose the product to arriving at your door to actually using the products, it's all a really pleasurable and inviting and beautiful experience. And so, yeah, I think that's definitely helped. so nice as well. Oh, thank you. Like yeah, you, you think- open up the box, it feels, you know, it feels really like beautiful it feels like you're getting a package from like your mecca or like you know you one of your beauty brands adore beauty or something and you're opening it up and you're like excited to open up all your little packages in it like it's it 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 feels really nice and thought out you know I'm so happy it's resonating because that was the brief it's like this should be a really pleasurable experience from the moment you open the package to the actual experience of it itself so yeah it's great great feedback. And I think we're hopefully going to continue to see that with new brands coming up as well. And I just hope that that's the the path forward is just a really beautiful experience when it comes to your pleasure. One one thousand percent. Like, yeah, I even like, so like my boyfriend and I use um, lube like mm. all the time. Um, I guess I, I went on Rakutane, um for my acne years ago worst thing ever like was so not great for me all my mental health all sorts of things but it like literally strips every oil out of your body and since I've been on it since I went on it I don't get as wet anymore so if I don't if we don't use lube um it just hurts like I just I just need it so um we like were going and going to dinner a few months ago and there was a sex store near dinner and he's like babe let's just like pop in and it was like 
next door to this like popular bar and I was like, babe, I don't want anyone to see me walking into the sex store. Like, like, no. And he's like, are you joking? I'm like, oh, like, I do this fucking sex <laughs> podcast where it's like I'm talking about all this shit but then like me walking into a local sex store makes me feel like, you know, awkward. And then we bought this like huge bottle of lube and I was like, I don't want it. He was like, you should carry it. Like, you know, it was, it was this like painful experience for me, which it shouldn't be, but yeah. I hear you. I hear you. No, for sure. Exactly. And I think with lube, it's like wetter is better. Like the more lube, the better it's, there's so many reasons why we might be dry, whether that be like you from the medication that we're taking, or if it's menopause or just like growing up and bodily changes or stress or you've had kids, whatever it is, it's like I am a, obviously a huge advocate for, for lube, but I just think, um, yeah, I think firstly it's great that you're using lube and I think it should just be a, an experience that doesn't have to be embarrassing. And so, yeah, I think it's great to see the shift over the last few years to make it one that's actually a joyful experience. Do you think we'll see like more of this with condoms? I know that's like I, think- so I just randomly came to me yeah I mean we're already starting to see it with condoms I think it's a natural progression for sexual wellness like there's so many avenues and so many products you can delve into and make better I think the packaging of condoms as well can be quite seedy and the marketing I think the huge shift is that the whole industry has been predominantly run by and for men and it's really excluded female voices from the category yeah and it's so harmful because it's like it's led us to this really like it's basically just like fed us this really narrow depiction of what sex is whether that's like through the porn that we consume or through books or through movies and it's always taken women women's desires out of the picture and that's extended to like the marketing that we see and the packaging that we use and I think condoms for example like yeah I haven't really I mean, there are some brands who are bringing out, you know, more beautiful packaging with condoms. And I think we're just going to continue to see that across all mm. sexual health products and even the ingredients that you so use in them as well. Yeah. yeah. I know there's yeah. so many like regulations around condoms though. So I think like that's probably what would be stopping like those smaller businesses from maybe doing them. I don't know. That's just like a, a yeah. rough guess from me. Yeah, I think, um, I think you know, it, it is kind of a natural progression and we might see that pop up. I think for us, we're really focused on being really holistic. So, yes, condoms would be great, but we've also recently launched like a massage candle and some bath salts as well. So, it's anything that can just make you feel really good and remind you to make time for things that feel great. So, I think, yeah taking a more holistic approach. We actually recently launched vitamins as well. Um, So yeah, there's lots of different avenues and products and ways you can extend into sexual health, but we're just guided by the community and what people are wanting. So, you know, if every single person in the community was like, bring out condoms, then absolutely would do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fully. What about, so run me through this massage candle thing. So I've had a friend use one and are you meant to like burn it and put the wax on you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so it's like a. Yeah. I was like, uh, is it a burn? No, no, no. Okay, so it's a multi-purpose product. So it's designed to be used as a normal candle first. So it's you light it for fifteen minutes, and it actually burns at a lower heat than a normal candle, so that the okay. pull of oil that accumulates in the candle after the 15 minutes can actually be poured onto the skin and be used as a massage oil. So, right. yeah, so it's, yeah, it doesn't. Really about these. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not, it doesn't burn the skin at all. It's more like a really, just a warm feeling. Um, I don't know if you've had like mm. a warm oil massage before, but that's a, it's a really beautiful experience and, yeah, obviously not dangerous at all. Just, um, yeah, make sure you blow out. So just to reiterate how to actually use it, you light it for 15 minutes and then you wait for oil to accumulate in the candle. You blow it out and then you can pour it onto your body or onto a partner's body and use it as a, as a massage oil. 
do you need to wait for like, you know, five minutes for it to cool or you just kind of can get straight into it? You can get straight into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really not hot at all. Yeah. Yeah. I have to send it to you. I I don't know if I've already sent it to you, but you have to try it. It's like. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I've got got your lube, your um, massage oil and the vibrator. Oh, I'm definitely sending you a candle and everything else. So you have to give it a go. Give me feedback. Yeah, definitely. I've, I've, I had a girlfriend use one ages ago and told me about it and I was like, what do you mean? Like you put, I just, I didn't understand how it works. So that like yeah. really clarifies yes. it. But my boyfriend would froth that too. Um, he's all, it, so funny. He was like, babe, I think we need to get some massage oil. So like I can start giving you massages before bed. Like, sorry, who are you? Oh, and then you I know. Oh. Then he arrived and fucking good timing. Here's, here's the oil. Good timing. Fully. Yeah. But like, so, yeah, he's, he's such a giver it as well. Like, like I've always been, oh, honestly, I'm like, who the fuck are you? Where did you come from? Are you like a serial killer? Because you're too nice and perfect. <laughs> um, not really. Um, no, he's like literally the best person ever. And I've always been in relationships or had sexual experiences where. I've been like the giver or like they'll try and shove their fucking dick in you before you're even like they haven't even touched your clit, let alone like made you wet. So it's so nice to have such an opposite experience in this new relationship. It's like really, really refreshing. Yeah, and I think that should be the standard and what, you know, what we mm -hmm. all deserve. It should never be this one-sided approach to to sex. It shouldn't just be about pleasuring the other person. And I feel you there. It's like that's been my experiences as well, like just thinking that I have to pleasure the other person and that sex ends when the man ejaculates. But really it's just so much broader than that and there are so many different ways to experience sex and um, yeah, I think it's just important to take into considerations everyone desires and, and really encourage open communication throughout your sexual experiences. It's hard though. Like, I mean, I feel like so many times when I've had sexual encounters with men and they've finished and it's like you almost feel like if you asked for them to like go down on you or finger you that it would be like, you know, murdering a family member or something like I'm trying to think of something really drastic here um <laughs> but they make you feel I, I just feel like I've felt so so many times that like I can't speak to how I you know what I want or I felt like um pressured to you know if I don't do something that they might not like me or them think I'm bad in bed and like I just it's it's been so fucked up you know to grow up experience those experiencing those sorts of things so it's nice to I guess like know that that's not normal now and kind of try and reiterate that back to people and you know teach others what good sex is I guess. A hundred percent I think so many people can relate to everything you're saying there and I think it's not your fault it's not my fault that we felt that way it's literally just been how society has made us believe sex should be and it's really just taught us not to prioritize women's needs and, and our sexual desires and that, that they are less important. And it's just so harmful and it's so important that we start to have more of these conversations and we provide the right sex education to people and especially to young people as well growing up who, you know, I think looking back on my sex education growing up, it was so limited and so mm-hmm. narrow minded and it was just so inaccurate and unrealistic and I think yeah if we can start having these conversations earlier and more often it can only do better for for everyone totally like I don't give a fuck about a wet dream like how tell me how to come 100% yeah 100% yeah I think also just important there to make sure that like I I think it is important to realize that orgasming doesn't have to be the one and only end goal in a sexual experience. Like there are so many ways to experience pleasure. But I just think, yeah, it's important that we just really prioritize all kinds of pleasure and making sure that it's not just about wanting to achieve orgasm, which is obviously amazing and feels absolutely incredible and is so great, but there doesn't have to be the end goal because it just puts too much pressure on people to feel like they need to. 
and and that's like the only way to have a good sexual experience but yeah there are lots of ways to do that so totally and even like putting that pressure on yourself sometimes it can make you like not come like exactly sometimes exactly my head. and it's like yeah you know that builds up that like yeah everything the foreplay that stuff is all so enjoyable so yeah I to- totally feel you I actually yeah. didn't um didn't have my first orgasm until I was maybe could only okay so this is how I used to like masturbate when I was a kid mm, tell me everything um, I'm about to say this okay so I used to I had like a you know like showers that are like bathtub showers Yep, yep, I'm with you. So, like, we had one of those. So, I used to, like, lie underneath the bathtub and, like, turn it up, like, full blast on my clit. And I am not joking. I've done that before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I would do that all the time. I'd always, my parents would always be like, Catherine, hurry up in the shower. Like, I'd get in so much trouble for, like, wasting water, which is, like, obviously <laughs> shouldn't be doing that. But, like, you know, I that was all I knew. Anyway, so I did that. And then, um, oh, this is really fucked up, but I also used to, use, I can't remember how to say this. I used to use an electric toothbrush. Really? Wow. Yes. Love it. Get yeah. it, girl. Being I, mean, like, I, didn't, I didn't like then use the brush in my mouth. Yeah, I didn't just- use the brush that brushes your teeth on the clit. Cause that would obviously hurt. I'd use like the, you know, behind the head, where it's like felt like it was vibrating and I'd put that on my clit because I just like. I think that's I, amazing. You, yeah. How did you even know to go and look for a toothbrush? Like that is, I think that's awesome. That was you exploring your sexual experience. And yeah, I think for me, I remember like same kind of experience of being in the shower, also in the bath, but then also in the shower when I was about like seven or eight and using the shower head. And it just oh, feeling yeah. so amazing. But did you actually know at the time that you were masturbating or did you just think like this just feels really good? Like did you know you were having an orgasm and it was touching your clitoris? Like By the yeah. time I was getting into the bathtub and using the um using the electric toothbrush, I was very well aware of of like that I was masturbating. But yeah. I did have like child memories. I've said it in another pod where I used to like fucking sit on MSN and shit and I'd like sit on my my heel would like be on my clit and I'd be like, mm. it smells fucking good. I'd be like, Hello Joseph, how's your day going? <laughs> like, well, I'm like sitting on my heel. Like I used to like, you know, do that. I didn't yeah. know what that was. Yeah, I remember doing that in like a spin class. The state of the spin class, it felt really good. Okay, I was a bit older then, probably. (laughs) It was really good. Yeah, no, not when I'm that, not when I was that little. But no, definitely like rubbing myself on like a bed or like, you know, along Mm -hmm. a couch. Definitely remember doing that. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the shower experience is a very common one. And yeah. definitely, that was definitely my first experience. Yeah. yeah. And it's so funny, like hearing what like different people have done when they didn't know what it was or like even yeah. like, it's a lot of times when like, you know, I've been around like young kids and stuff and like their mum have been like, take hands out of your pants or like, you know, and yeah. that probably happened to you and to me when we were kids, like you'd just have your hands down your pants and you obviously you wouldn't know what the fuck that means, but yeah, you can know. It's, yeah. it's making you feel a certain way before you even know what it is. Exactly. And I think it's just why it is important to be really open with whether it is with kids or in school, with the education from a really young age. And, mm-hmm. yeah, as long as it's not done in, like, in public or in an offensive way, then it's like there's no harm in exploring your body and that should be really encouraged with, with kids as well. So Totally. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what about- Obviously, you're an adore beauty, which is fucking phenomenal. Like, congratulations. Yeah. Oh, just, thank was you. Was that just the biggest pinch me moment? It actually was, yeah. And I think yeah. it was, like, more of a pinch me moment having come from L'Oreal. I was working on the L'Oreal Paris brand, and one of our main goals was to get onto adore beauty. And so I was part of the team there who actually went to the offices at adore beauty and was, like, pitching to them to, to get the products there. And, yeah, when we finally did, it was a really big achievement and I remember celebrating it as a team. And so then I think fast forward a couple of years later and I've started my business and I'm talking to Adore Beauty and we've launched on online and it's just like, 
it's so amazing to be aligned with a retailer like Adore Beauty who has really strong brand values and who I have always admired. And I, I really look up to Kate, the founder. I think she's an incredible woman and a huge inspiration to me. And so, yeah, it's definitely been such a pinch me moment. Um, I think it's just so amazing that they're also looking at sexual health in a really holistic way. And, you know, I think consumers are as well. It's like it should now be about buying your skincare and buying your vibrator and your lubricant and that forming a whole part of your self-care routine. So, totally. Oh, my yes. God. I yeah. So <laughs> yes. Like how did you even, like how did you even get stocked on there in the first place? Like where did the conversation start? Um, you know, was it a big process? All that kind of jazz. Yeah. Um, so how did it start? I, I, th- I had connections already through my time at L'Oreal. So I was chatting to the category manager there and was telling her about the business that I've created and she'd actually already seen it all. And they um, have obviously expanded into their sexual wellness category. So it really was just like this mutual excitement from their team and from me and, and my small team. And it just felt like a really natural progression. So meeting with them and showing them the products and hearing about my approach to sexual wellness and the mission that I'm on to normalize the conversation and remind people that it's a really normal part of your self-care routine. And so I think the conversations from there just kind of progressed and then it turned more into like processes and all of that. So um, yeah, but it has just been um, such a big achievement and something I'm like really proud of. And I think it's important in businesses it's like you're constantly on the go. You're constantly doing a million things at once and just, you know, focusing on so many different goals. And I think it's so important to just stop and appreciate how far you've come and to celebrate those wins. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm definitely taking that time to be like, this is a really proud moment for me and something that I've always wanted. And I'm so happy to see someone like an Adore Beauty open its doors to, to libido and to other sexual wellness brands. That's really, really interesting that you even say that because I literally had the same conversation with my partner yesterday going like, yeah. you know, sometimes you just got to sit back and like if I would have dreamt of doing this four years ago and now I'm here and, you know, actually like sitting back and appreciating where you are in your life and, you know, taking that in because it's so easy to get so caught up and, you know, fast track so much and be like, this person's doing this, you can pay yourself to other people, all sorts of stuff. But like to celebrate your wins, I think is so, so important. And I don't 100%. do it enough. So I love that yeah. you're doing that. Yeah. No, I think I'm, I'm the same as you. It feels like as soon as you have like a goal, it's like when you're on your way to that goal, there becomes another goal. And it's just this like never ending cycle and so it's so important to just stop and to appreciate where you've come and like how much you've learned and so yeah I think definitely definitely something I'm focusing more on and encouraging in my team as well yeah absolutely and what like if for someone wanting to start a business like would you give them any tips or any advice um yeah I think definitely for me it's always been about having the passion I think business isn't always easy. It requires like so much work. It's something that you've got to truly be really passionate about. And I think be willing to put in the hard yards and be really persistent with it. I think make sure if you are wanting to start a business that you do your research, try and speak to the people around you and just get feedback. Um, But yeah, I think it's important that we normalize that business isn't all glamorous and all fun. It actually is just really hard work at the end of the day. And so when challenges come up, it's important to come back to your why and to remind yourself why you're doing it and, and what it's what effect it's having on the world and the people around you and, and all of that. So yeah, I would just say find your passion and go for it. And, you know, I'm obviously happy to help anyone if they have any specific questions. Um, but yeah. Oh, that's so sweet of you. And then I'm sure there'd be like so many people out there. Like I remember when I wanted to start a business when I was like 20, I was like 20 or something. And I was like, what do I do? Where do I start? And just, you know, to have someone you can look up to as a mentor or go to advice from, I think so, so important. 
Definitely. And that's what's really helped me. And like, there are so many amazing resources out there, whether it's like podcasts and, and free resources out there to learn more about business. So yeah, I think, um, speak to the people around you as well. A hundred percent. Um, and what would you say your favorite product is from libido? Um, I'm obviously biased, but I am obsessed with our essential vibe. So it's an external vibrator that has been designed for all erogenous zones. So, um, yeah, it's, I know it's got six, um, modes that you can use and it's waterproof and it's basically, it just feels really good and makes you feel so amazing and helps you get more in touch with your body and helps you explore your body more. So it's a really great tool for any level of experience. And for me, I know it's just helped me so much to understand my desires more and even bringing it into my own relationships has only enhanced the sexual experiences. So I, yeah, I'm obsessed. <laughs> just makes you feel really oh good. God, I, love, I love that. I mean, to be fair, obviously all of your products are amazing, but like as if you wouldn't pick the thing that makes you, you know, orgasm. Orgasm, a hundred percent. And it does so well. And that's like the feedback on the product has actually just been like the most rewarding part of starting the business. Like it's genuinely changing people's sexual experiences. Like they're saying, I had someone message me saying they had the best orgasm they've had in 11 years. I was like, what? 11 years? Yeah. Or people saying this has completely transformed my my relationship. Like it's just That's given amazing. us. Yeah, it's it's so amazing. And people saying that, you know, they haven't found products that they felt really comfortable buying and using. And yeah, I'm just, it's something I'm really genuinely like hand on my heart so proud of. And yeah, it Aww. feels really good as well. So give it a whirl. Yeah, fucking oh, That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Um, <laughs> And then I guess like I kind of end my pods asking a little little question to my listeners. What would be your sex tip for the week? I love this question so much and I'm obviously going to say that you should love yourself. I think whatever that looks like for you, whether that's having a bath or giving yourself a massage, reading a book, listening to a podcast, using a vibrator, having an orgasm, like just a reminder to make time for things that feel really good because you deserve it. I love that. That's like so <laughs> fucking wholesome. Yeah, like, it's very wholesome. So well. <laughs> but it's true. It's like it's, make time for things so that feel true. good and, yeah, mm-hmm. go out there and explore yourself and your desires more. Oh, I love that. Oh, my God. It was yeah. so nice to have you on today. I've enjoyed this chat so much. Same, Kat. So nice. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure. Um, yeah, I've really enjoyed chatting to you as well. Definitely need, need to send you products. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll be your guinea pig on whatever you need and I'll always give good, honest feedback for whatever. So, you know, absolutely. always, always yeah. here for it. Yeah, well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course, of course. It was awesome. Thank you for making the time as well. So, yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening, and I will see you all next week. Cats Out of the Bag is proudly part of the ACAST Creator Network. Special shout-out to Rode Microphones for powering this episode. Guys, you know how much I love Cheeks and I know I've been banging on about it, but you have got to get on this platform. I just love everything Cheeks is about. It's so inclusive and it's so great that you can, you know, watch films that get you off, but also have a platform where you can learn things. It's just so different to other porn platforms. It's ethically produced. It's inclusive. There's just so much great stuff on it, which I'm just obsessed with. Some of the examples of like different things you can learn, there's blogs, courses, like right now they've got stuff on their website, like how to embrace pride in different ways. You know, you can learn stuff about periods, anal sex, so much cool stuff. And I feel like things that you don't get offered on other platforms forms. You can also learn things that you might not feel comfortable talking to your friends about, like, you know, any sort of thing about sex or just something going on with your body, but you can log on here and avoid those awkward conversations.
I think you should definitely try it if you're single or in a relationship. And also my partner and I have been loving using this platform. It's just been like a nice little addition in our sex life. And, you know, I think watching porn as a couple is super important and just a really good thing to do. So there's heaps of different videos we've been getting into and it's definitely been spicing up our life a little bit. They also have a workshop coming up called Porn in Relationships, which we're going to do together. And just, you know, it's it's a, a very fun activity to add into your relationship as well. So single in a relationship, I highly recommend Cheeks. I absolutely love it. So just to give you a little bit more information, if you don't already know, Cheeks is a subscription-based sexual wellness platform and every member gets to access to erotic movies and audio stories, workshops on sexual wellness and educational blog full of helpful articles. You can pay monthly or yearly. With my code CAT, you can access Cheeks for free for 14 days when you select the annual subscription option. If you feel like that's not for you, you can cancel at any time during the trial period or switch to the monthly option. Don't worry, I promise you won't want to do that. Head to getcheeks.com. That is G-E-T-C-H-E-E-X.com. Or click the link in the episode description to get your free access. Enjoy, babies.